Welcome to episode one of The Kate Take. This is Kate Bronstein. I am super excited to bring this to you. I had a whole idea for episode one, and it was an Oscar recap. Now, the reason I didn't do that was because I thought this was way more interesting. If you've been following me for a while now, you know that I was in an MLM called Monate. I'm talking with two of my best friends from college that I roped into this thing with me back when I started. So this is 2020, height of the pandemic type thing. And we're going to go into just our experiences with it. And I have to preface it by saying these are our experiences only. We're not dissing anybody or anything. This is what we think, our opinions, our experiences. So... I need to say that first before you hear my two guests talk. Another thing, the sound on this might be a little bit off. And that's because, well, it's growing pains. This is the first podcast I'm doing. So it's not going to be perfection. So sorry if you hear little glitches here and there. Holding this microphone, I don't have like a whole studio set up. I'm not fancy like that. I'm too poor for stuff. Okay, so I can't really keep the microphone on like a certain stand or something. I tried putting it on something, it kept falling over. So I'm holding it the whole time while my guests and I are on FaceTime. That's how we had to do it. And I couldn't get FaceTime on my computer. So they're on my phone, on my ring light just using that as a stand for my phone and I'm holding the microphone underneath my phone microphone and then there's me talking next to it. So it's a lot, but just forgive the sound glitches. We're going to improve with time and hope you realize that. When we repeat ourselves a little bit in here, which you will find, we're trying to do our best to just remember what each other just said and be as accurate as we can with our memory of everything. But I think it flows pretty smoothly. And I think it'd be better instead of me just sitting here talking to you that I had people on who understand what this whole thing was like. So let's just get into it. Episode one with my two best friends from college, Danny and Haral. Okay, so without further ado, guys, today's podcast guest, two of my best friends from college, who I lured into this MLM with me, <laughs> Danny and Haral. What's up, guys? Hello. Thanks for having us. So we got a lot to talk about, to say the least. Um, and one of the things that I know that I did was this surprised a lot of people when I first started doing this. Because a lot of my friends were like, what? are you doing like this isn't you that was something I got the, the most but her all for you first the only reason why is because I recruited you first and I remember you came into my apartment at the time and I just had all of these products lined up I want to know what your reaction was initially to what because I saw the look on your face and it was kind of surprised but I want to hear from you. What was your reaction to that? Okay, yeah. So when you first told me, well, first when I got to your apartment and you showed me everything that you had, 
obviously I, you know, I was smelling the products and you were showing me the pamphlets and all this stuff. And yes, I was a bit like, wow, I can't believe she's actually doing this. But at the same time, I remember that this was during COVID. This was during the height of the pandemic when everybody was kind of struggling trying to, you know, pay the bills or trying to make some sort of money. So at that point, people were just doing anything they can to try to make some sort of money, you know? So I kind of took it as like that in a way. And I know you were also working at ABC during that time. Mm -hmm. And I knew your hours were all over the place and I know you'd be exhausted and you know when you did this I I did see that it did you know bring some sort of joy in you because you were meeting all these different people and you know making new friendships and I wish I could say like they were authentic friendships I mean I think an example of like authentic friendships is you can pick up right where you left off and I'm going to go into kind of what this does to a person a little bit later on, but we were all friends way before that. So we knew each other and who each other, I would argue, really were before all of that. And this is Danny, everybody. Welcome. Hello. Um, But like us... Like, us three, we haven't talked, I'd say, in a really long time. And yet, this is the first time we're, like, talking on FaceTime in however many months, maybe even, like, a year. And we literally just picked up where we left off. That is a real friendship. Right. We had, like, a full-blown conversation before we even pressed... Before I pressed record. (laughs) Exactly. And... Yeah, I kind of just want to add on to what... Danny was saying, right? Yeah, it's been, I actually I want to say, it's probably has been like a year since yeah. we all three of us, like, you know, chatted and stuff. But see, that's the thing about friendships, right? Yes, there are French friends who talk on a day to day basis. But just because we don't talk like every single day and we like, we talk here and there, it doesn't mean that we still don't have that bond. The fact that we can pick up like, nothing ever happened and just have like a regular conversation that's what a friendship is right and I feel like with Mani it was like yes you are building these uh connections with people and don't get me wrong there were people that were mad cool and you know I got along with them perfectly fine until this day I still have some of them on my Instagram but then there are still half of those that are just, I just felt in a way kind of like, oh, they're just they're just talking to me or they just want to become friends with me so they can benefit off of me. Mm-hmm. You know? And the second you left, they were like, no, they don't, bye. Yeah, they don't talk to you. They don't even um, do like a, a catch-up. Like, you know, hey, how you been? Blah, blah, oh, blah. absolutely not. None of that. Once if they I do, left, it's only because they want to get you back on. Yeah, exactly. And now, like, you just you just nailed it as far as, like, when we thought about authenticity. 
And I quickly, before we go deeper into that, I want to go to Danny. When I brought this up to you, I don't think you knew that I was in this until I, you definitely saw some stuff, I think. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Yeah, like on Instagram, you're like, okay, what is this A little bit, but like, I wasn't going to ask about it because, I don't know, I, I think we were in like another one of, like another like kind of fight that we had before yeah Um, and then i think it was like july maybe like august or something when you messaged me apologizing for some things um and then it was might have been like the very next day that you started talking to me about the um mlm thing right and do you remember at all like what i did to kind of approach you with it besides like it being like right after a disagreement we had I'm trying to remember what that disagreement was honestly I know the disagreement was something to do with like um college and us living together for that um, oh right I forgot to mention y'all I was I was Danny's roommate when I was a senior and um it's that's the thing like some friends you have like you know, you can be perfectly fine and be, like, really good friends with them. But sometimes you just can't live together. And I think that's what we were. That's exactly what we were. I mean, it's a totally different story, right? We're both alpha females, I would say. Hell yeah, all three of us. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in a living situation, like, we were both alpha females. And if one of us didn't get our way, it was, like, we couldn't handle that. I'm talking about myself, too, not just you. No, no, Armageddon was upon us both. Yeah. (sighs) But, like, it was just as much my fault as it was yours. Like, it was 50-50. I was, I take full responsibility for that. I mean. Yeah, so do I. That was, that was college. I'm over it. Oh, I mean, Um, before, before any, any college roommate, the OG college roommate was my sister for 18 years, pretty much. Well, um, as for how you want to go about getting me into it, um, I, I do remember that I was in the car the first time you texted me, and then I remember talking to Justin about it, being like, I don't know, like, she reached out to me, should I do this, should I not? I don't fully remember how it happened. I just remember you talking to me about it, and that was, uh, like, after a bit, like, Justin, well, Justin's my boyfriend, by the way, he just decided, if you want to do this, if it's going to make you happy, I'll spot the money, and then that was that, and then I was in. That's all I remember about how it started, because I don't even remember how many years ago it was, like, two? Yeah, roughly, roughly two. Yeah, my memory is just so bad. No, but when you said um, one of the things that I do want to mention, and I think you both have seen this, is sometimes in order to join, I mean, if if you don't know, in order to join an MLM, at least in our situation, you have to pay to start. Yeah, because you have to buy the pack or whatever. Right. And I want to preface this by saying, you know, Monet doesn't hold inventory. It's not a Mary Kay situation where you basically have to everything you sell goes 
in your garage pretty much and you sell it. That's not how Monate works, but you do have to buy a starter pack um, because its whole thing is, well, you can't really sell what you don't like yourself is what mm-hmm. is said. When Haral, you came over first and I was like, yeah, look at all this stuff. That was all for my starter pack. First of all, I want to apologize to both of you genuinely because in the moment and a lot of my transaction, like I would say transactions, it's even insulting to say that, were because I wanted people in my downline. It's because you need people in your quote downline, which is basically people you recruit in order to make any sort of money. Unless you want to, you know, just go by sales. But in that case, you don't rank up. So that's just kind of a brief history of what all three of us, I'm sorry, had to deal with. Hurrah, I remember you were, and this is in the midst of like when Danny, you joined. So it was kind of all happening at the same time where you were dedicated, Hurrah. Like you were on every Zoom call as far as like taking notes you would send me pictures of notes and you would be on all day sometimes. And you sent also that with COVID, that's a very important thing to mention is because I think a lot of the people in these companies, I don't want to say used COVID, but they use COVID mm-hmm. to get people. Definitely agree with you on that. So yes, you're right. Yeah, like I was like on every Zoom call. But first of all, the reason why I even had time for that was because at that time, I literally just graduated not too long ago. You know, I got off that terrible relationship that I was in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just being surrounded by women and, you know, empowering each other. And I'm all for that. I'm all for women empowerment. But, like, if you're going to do that, do it the right way. And... After a while, I started kind of catching on group chats, which which are great. You know, I was getting these daily chats of, like, you can do it, be fearless, whatever, blah, 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 right? But then after a while, you're like, all right, this is kind of too good to be true. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, this is kind of sus, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, no, I was was definitely dedicated to all this stuff, but then you, you see that they did use COVID as kind of like an excuse right because i remember during the chats or even the calls they would talk about you know this is the best time to like get more people because they're looking for ways to get money since they either got laid off or they just don't want to go back to work because you know there was no vaccines during that time etc etc Right. So, this was in the summer of 2020 just for some context so Haral, you had just graduated you, you also said something about, like, yes, girl, go, girl, all this stuff. And, you know, women can empower themselves. I would argue you can empower yourself just with you. And that's the thing, right? Like, I think it's important to, you know, surround yourself with women who think with a positive mindset. And they're always there for you. They will support you. And, you know, have that. It's, it's a good thing to have. But... You know, it's not something that you have to constantly remind them every single day, right? Because the person also needs to believe in it themselves. You know, it's kind of like Mm. you can't love someone until you love yourself, right? Of course not. Yeah. And 
we get happy when we when we figure out when we find out like oh that person loves me you know we feel good mm-hmm. so we have to remind ourselves and teach our minds you know be confident and love ourselves and you know we are enough we can't keep having other people tell us every single day of our lives you are enough you are strong you are it's great but you gotta learn it yourself too they, they can just say it it's up to you to kind of take those take those words and you know make it into a reality it's also like how much positivity though because i would argue that the whole thing is toxic positivity that if even for a second you wanted to mention something what they would say negative like i don't think this is working this month or i need a mental break or anything like that was viewed at as negative and looked down upon at least in our experiences Mm -hmm. danny's like shaking her head i want to hear I always disliked how they would talk about everything about like mental health sometimes and well, most of the time in the group chat and you know all this stuff but it's like do you are you really like advocating for mental health or are you just saying that just to say it so you're making that person feel better because if a person's act, there there are a lot of people that are going through stuff right and you need that break but it's kind of like you like you mentioned if if you if you you know, took that mental break or whatever, you will look down upon, like, you know, as if, like, you weren't doing anything, you don't care about the quote-unquote business. Haral, like, we can see Danny's dying over here. Go ahead. (laughs) Take the floor. (laughs) Okay, it's like, they literally preach, oh, we care so much about mental health. Like, you do you, girl. Take those mental health breaks do what you gotta do and then i'll be over here like yeah i think i need to take a break and they're like no you can't do that no that's not okay you gotta grind for the business you won't get anywhere if you don't do things for the business which to be fair i mean you if you don't do anything you don't get money but that's the only thing i can say (laughs) about that um really quick is that Yes. Is it possible to make all that much money? Yes. It's possible. Yeah, some girls do it. But yeah, but it's it's that percentage, right? How what's that percentage of people making that kind of income? Also, yes, they work their ass off. Literally, even if they're on vacation, they're still working. I'm sorry, if I'm on vacation, I'm turning my phone off. Don't be hitting me up telling me to work. Fuck I look like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't like, I mean, and again, these are all our own opinions and our own experiences. Even me, who seemed to be the one that believed in the dream the most. I had severe doubts. I really did. And I turned into a completely different person. Somebody that I was scared shitless of. Like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, who are you? Like, you are not, you are not Kate. Whatever this is needs to go. Yeah, what you said about getting, you know, fed the toxic positivity and all, like, nonstop, all of that. I would get mad at people, and especially you two, if I saw for, like, one second you were, quote-unquote, failing or resting or taking time. Because what happens if I don't see, or anybody doesn't see anyone in their downline performing, oh, well, that's my money that I'm not getting. That's my rank that I'm not getting. 
And when your whole bread and butter and food comes from this and only this, you turn into desperation mode because you're like, well, I got to pay all this off. Like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And for a while, this was all I was doing. I didn't have a job from, I would say the the gap would, would have really been more accurately September. And then in December, I got, you know, a job in like retail back home because I moved back home. Um, as Haral mentioned, I worked in Manhattan before that. I remember, Danny, you texted me one time, and we're going to talk about being active for a second, what that means. You texted me like, there, I'm active. And you sent me like a screenshot of like our personal oh, yeah. volume. And I knew, I was like, I am just as miserable as Danny right now, but I can't show it. I was just so annoyed with the fact that you kept pressuring me at that point. That oh, I was yeah. Like, you know what? I'm just going to buy this shit myself and just get me active because I'm tired of it. So I just did it because I was just didn't want to deal with the pressure at that point. And what you what you mean by that is to be active means 200 personal volume, which is roughly $200 a product. Roughly. Yep. So that just goes to show you numbers resetting every month, meaning your personal volume reset. So let's say, Danny, you had 200 one month, right? It would reset the next month and you didn't get to keep and build off of what you did already. You Which had to restart. That's total bullshit in my opinion. Oh, and me too. And yeah. that's the thing is in order to have a, an active line, means the person anyone under you needs to have 200 personal volume or more i was like come on guys come on guys like let's get the volume up let's do this let's do that and i was like i know these guys don't want to do that but i also need them which is a bad position to be in yeah i always hated like the whole like you know the end of the month and all this you know, all the Zoom calls that would happen as if we don't have a personal life, you know. And the thing, the amount of stuff that we just had to do and kind of were forced to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's like, not even forced. I would just say social pressure, like peer pressure, yeah. almost. Yeah, and sure. I always hated how they use, like, certain things as an excuse right well so i don't want to go too much like out of topic but just a few days ago um i was watching a certain person's um <laughs> so i still stalk some people because i'm just curious like what other bullshit are they telling their people you know what i mean yeah we need you on the inside there Haral. they blocked my uh, ass <laughs> so this this person i guess people praise her or whatever she um was talking about a new uh, group chat that they opened on, uh, what, what do they use? Not Discord. Telegram. Telegram. I was going to say teleprompter. <laughs> yeah, that just um, goes to show you we all came from, like, the school of media. Like, we... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Telegram. And I forgot what it's called. I think it's called, like, Grow and something, something. But pretty much it's about uh, where they just talk about... Um, in what areas, you know, just about growing in life, you know, uh, where they see themselves in five years. They talk about um, trauma. And when she said, when she alluded to trauma, I looked at that like, yeah, like, 
you made a group chat where people can, which it's fine, but it's like, are you actually listening? Because when people talk about their trauma, that's some serious stuff. And a lot of the times when people actually legit can't do it because the trauma doesn't go away, right? People get help because they so have that, right? Like it's something, I personally don't believe like trauma doesn't just, get cured and just goes away mm-hmm. I think it's a day-to-day thing I think. yes exactly and they need to understand that everyone's different right people take in things different people be react to certain things different just because that person's reacting it like nothing ever happened it doesn't mean that the other girl's gonna react to that her mm-hmm. trauma is completely different than yours so to have like a group chat where it's kind of an open space is great but it's also like you're opening it opening it up to like everyone right i don't want people to know all my business yeah and we don't and like i'm just gonna give some counter arguments here because i know what people are gonna say i know people are gonna say well it's your decision to say certain things about blank you can decide to share whatever you know all of that stuff which is true but if you're not active in chats you do get deleted from them (laughs) well danny and i were talking um the other like the other day yesterday something like that and i had mentioned i deleted those chats i mean the um the app telegram a while ago like i got rid of it because i want to go into like the messaging and how much messaging i got as much as i was involved in oh my gosh like hyping everybody up and you know doing everything that i mentioned you know all the messages we would get i would look at my phone sometimes it was about 200 messages in a minute. I'm not kidding. That's how many girls are in the chat. That's how many messages. That overwhelmed the shit out of me. But again, I felt like I was a completely different person. Like a different soul took over my body. And anyone and everyone I came into contact with, I wanted them in the business. Or I wanted them to be a customer or something. It turned into these random dudes that hit me up on Facebook chat that I've never met in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, perfect idea for a customer. Bad mentality to have. Being in the chats and things like that, in going to events and things. I know a lot of the girls would go to events. I was one of the ones that went on a trip and stuff. We'll get to that in a second. But Danny, I came to your house one time. Not your house, it was Justin's house. And I came to the Poconos. So for context, we're all in North Jersey. Danny's in the Poconos. And I'm in South Jersey near Philly. So Danny, I came to your house one, Justin's house. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep saying that by accident. And yeah, I came over with this idea because this was October 2020 now. So, Haral, I remember you sent me a message when I was in North Carolina. I was actually on a trip with all the girls. And I'm not going to lie. One of the girls told me, cut her off. Me? Yes. One of the girls told me to cut you off. After this, after this, you got to chat me the person's name because I'm curious. (laughs) We will, we will discuss. I am so curious. Like, the fact that they had the audacity. But it's also like, if anyone everyone who knows me you know you guys and like even like people that i used to work with and even people now like at my job i work with everyone knows that like it's so hard to get mad at me 
It really is. Yeah, like, I'm the most sweetest person, the most helpful person. <laughs> you don't want the bad side. I think that's pretty much with, like, all three of us, though. Like, we will always be there for you, but if you get on the bad side, you're going to wish you hadn't. Oh, yeah. 100%. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. And Danny, when I came over with, um, you know, we went to the Dollar Tree. We got, yeah. like, posters because our whole group, if you want to even call it that, was making vision boards, which I've never made a vision board in my lifetime. Which is a Yeah, and a vision board is basically, you know, you could, it's a, it's a lot of Pinterest stuff. You put on your goals and things and you could put, you know, the car the Cadillac that was is supposedly free, but it's not. You could put anything on that board. Like, in such amount of time, I'm going to be here in my business. Here's the thing. Here's a question that I hate. And even during, like, job interviews that they always ask, too. Where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. I, 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 I can't say by 20, this is where I want to be. Um, by 30 I want to be here and you know we can try to do that but life is it life doesn't work that way every you can't predict it like that we can't predict it right so that's why it's just more of like like, a hopeful board I guess like you're hoping to be here in X amount of time yeah which I, I feel like they should reference it like that right certain things not the way people say is like well what what do you mean like where I see myself like are you telling me like you know what what I would like for it to happen like an an ideal world (laughs) but it's not gonna happen right it's I'm not I'm not gonna say it's impossible but it's it's more likely to be possible if you you gotta do it the right way you know what I mean in order to get that goal you got you have to make sure like you go in that right direction and if there's an obstacle well you better figure it out (laughs) i just remember and i'm gonna have danny mention this after but i when i got over to justin's house it was to me in my mind just simply a work trip which i i say work you know loosely but (laughs) I brought up all this over all this stuff and we really didn't have time to chill. And, you know, it did like break my heart in a lot of ways because I wish that it was just the trip. Like deep down, I wish it was just the trip over to the Poconos for me to hang out with my friend. Right. But it ended up and I went in more with the mentality of, I should say, I'm here to get someone signed up under her and I'm here to get more team members, which all of my friendships at the time really veered towards this thing. And they weren't, my friendships that I had already established were becoming inauthentic. And it's like, I had already established this friendship. And now it's like turning into a transaction, like a business transaction. And that was all obviously my responsibility. 110%. But Danny, yes. like, I remember you, can you, can you elaborate a little bit on that and what, like, your feelings were when I came over? Because next time I come over, we're going to have, like, a whole, we're going to have a bash where it has nothing to do with this. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Because I, I do remember when you came over, I was really hoping that it would have been more than just for the business. You know, I hadn't seen you in a while. You were coming over. I was so excited. 
and then all you wanted to do was talk about the business you wanted to work you helped me make my first what was it real yes i remember that real um, and i could tell just i knew you didn't want to do it (laughs) i did it but i i honestly i did it for you i did it because you know you were you know one of my best friends i was gonna help you out and i knew that it was supposed to help me as well and i was like you know what why the hell not and then I remember we were talking about my other friend who I'm not friends with anymore, by the way. I will explain all of the details to you later. It is a whole other story. <laughs> not um, this show. <laughs> yeah, no, that, she needs like a whole freaking series. Yeah. I'll, we'll have to talk about that another time. We had her over and um, I remember you actually paid for her pack. I did. So that she would be under me. Exactly. And here's yeah. the thing. Like, a lot of girls do that. A lot of girls pay for each other's packs. They pay for packs for other people. They, I did that a lot. And the reason why is because I needed people underneath me. In order to hit this rank that is the first, quote, leadership rank is what we called on our team. A leadership rank. And in order to do that, you needed people that have people. And my whole, I guess, MO that trip was to have us work. But also, we're not getting paid for vision boards. We're, there's no financial gain from making a reel with the amount of followers we had. Like, some people do get paid for reels. I mean, good for them. But I won't lie. The vision boards were kind of fun to make. They were. But, like... Just because, like, I enjoy going to the dollar store, and, like, I'm a very crafty person, so I really like doing all that stuff. It, it was pretty much for no reason. Like, I wasn't getting anywhere. Right. So. And I remember going home with that vision board, like, okay, but I'm going to tell you an exclusive. I said to myself, alone in my room, this is never going to happen. And this is when I was at, like, the height of what was going on. And I just said, you know what, maybe some girls that's going to work for them, but it didn't for me. And I I still had a good like seven months to go where I was in this thing. And Haral, like when you said that you didn't want to do it anymore, I remember it was a long text message to me. And part of me was like, I feel a little betrayed right now. But then I also was like, she's making good points, though. Aside from, you know, the person who said, like, okay, we'll just let her go. I thought, well, friendship was established before this thing. It's going to continue after this thing. If she wants to go, she can go. But in in front of that person, I was like, yeah, you're right. I guess some of that came from my own, like, selfish desire to fit in. Everyone has that, though. You, we can't really fault you for that. Yeah, it wasn't, like, every. it's literally, it wasn't even you. There. There's still so many people that are in it that are just in, Kate, you already know what the situation that happened to you, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's the thing, right? Like, that's when the whole thing comes with, comes in when, you know, when they say things like, you know, real friendships, you're going to build it here, you're going to... But am I really? Are these actual, genuine, true friendships? No. And the answer, I'll answer you right now, no. And the reason why is what, kind of what Danny was saying earlier was 
right after you leave, they don't have a use for you anymore. Mm -hmm. So what happens is they don't talk to you slowly but surely one by one. They can like unfollow you and block you or you can go through a dramatic situation like I did. Watch my YouTube video on that. (laughs) But Danny, that was kind of, I think, the beginning of the end was me going to the Poconos and making those vision boards because it was around December that I remember you decided like, okay, look, I'm out. So so. when you, so Haral sent me a message saying like, look, I put so much work in this isn't doing anything for me. And in my head, I'm thinking same though, same, but I was holding out hope. And, uh, yeah, there's no Cadillac in my car, um, in my, excuse me, in my driveway. I still got my 2012 Honda busted Civic. It's a nice Civic, though. It is a nice Civic. I've been in it a couple times, I think. That's the same one, right? Yeah, it's the same one. I've been in it a couple times. And this is the thing that I, like, really, really, really annoys me. It's like... Yes, we love the, all the materialistic stuff, you know. Obviously, who doesn't, right? But they focus on that way too much. Oh, yeah. And I can and tell you, like, when you say materialistic things, do you mean also, like, trips and stuff? We can count, like, trips and things like that. But, I mean, like, everyone wants trips and things like that. But I feel like they always constantly, like, use, like, the trips and the free the free car and all this they vibe you yeah can reel you in you know they also and and this is just again <laughs> a fun fact just from my experiences being on a couple trips with them i literally went on two one to north carolina one to vegas and the pictures you see the reels you see the majority of the time are highly edited which we can tell i mean anyone with an editing background knows but also you never know if the person they're holding hands with in the real they're in a fight with right you never know if the person that they're just laughing next to in a picture with a group of them is somebody that they don't talk to really Mm -hmm. and i can tell you that when I was in Vegas, we went to, like, these rocks, right? Um, And the exhibit's now taken down, but we were in the middle of the Nevada desert, right outside of Vegas, and I barely spoke to the majority of the girls. I was taking pictures as if they were my best friends and then sharing it on Instagram, like, oh, this is such an amazing life. Look at me. Look at me go, right? And I guarantee you I don't talk to any of those girls anymore. And we barely spoke when we were there. I was the odd man out on that trip. But when you left, Danny, like, kind of go into when you left and what happened after. Because this was a very sad part in both of our lives. Yeah. So, I mean, it took me a bit before I did anything. I remember, like, at the start of it, I just kind of stopped doing everything i remember telling you and like the other girls in our upline like hey i'm taking a break i can't really do this right now i have a lot of things going on and you know like the the people in the girls in our direct downline were all nice about it and they were all like fine they didn't give me any trouble with it so they were like take the time that you need it's okay so i did that 
I had some time to think and eventually I decided, you know what, this really isn't worth it. And I did a lot of research research of it myself. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I watched, um, I followed some Instagram pages. Wait, did you, have you heard of Cece Suarez? Have I, I, I love remember. her. You love her, yeah. Yeah. I well, sent I, Andy, like, a couple of her videos to, like, watch right. them. Right. Yeah, so, you did. That, she reminds me of you, Kate. Really? Every time I watch her videos with, like, her wine and everything and, like, spicy, like, she calls all spicy. Like, I just think, I just think about you. I'm like, this is so okay. <laughs> I wish to be Cece Suarez. I don't, I can't amount to that. But, Danny, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, after doing all of that, I took some time, and I was like, do I really want to keep doing this? And I was like, no, like, I'm not going anywhere with it. Everything that I was told was pretty much a lie. I mean, that's, like, no offense, like, to you, but when you were telling me things, like, you would think there were definitely some things that you might have left out, or you might have misinterpreted, like, I might have misinterpreted or whatever the case might have been, I thought it was something different than it was actually than it actually was. Um, so when I decided to leave, like officially, I made a whole vibe about it on Instagram, and that's um, really where I got a lot of heat because not only did I have some of the girls coming after me, but it's also where you and I started having some problems kate yes and i i felt bad so did i i felt terrible but you know i truly believe that everything that i said in my life was true Mm -hmm. so like as much as i like i didn't even say your name in the video at all but you kept telling me that you were getting hate about it and yeah. that's why I was confused because how would people have known that I was talking about you if I didn't even say your name? Right. I think, well, I, the only hate I was get like, I will tell you this. I was getting quote unquote hate. And the reason I say quote unquote is because some people could argue it's hate. Some people could argue it's not. Um, but people assumed that it was me because we were close and they knew like, oh, I brought her into this type of thing. Cause so that I think I'm assuming that's how people knew it was me, but somehow people did. I I still was like, hmm. And then I remember I made a live to counter it. I don't know if you heard about that or saw that. I did watch it, but I just didn't comment on it. I didn't want to feed more fuel to the fire at that point. Yes, I mean, first of all, everything you said in your live was 100 percent right. So when I went on and mi- and did my own Instagram live about it, I was like, "Oh, I gotta defend myself. I can't look like, I can't look like the weaker link here," you know, because I was still yeah, very gotcha. involved in the whole thing. And it was April of last year, so April twenty twenty one, and I got back from Vegas, and I was like, you know, I just went on a free trip, you know, and then you had said one of the things in your live was that the trips aren't free, and one of the things that I dealt with in Vegas that I'm still trying to get out of is debt from Vegas because is it free? Well, a couple of things were my hotel, my flight were free. 
nothing else. Excursions, food, nothing else was free. So you, I was like, I'm literally there in and out burger in Vegas. Like Danny was right. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding you. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) And we had really heated text exchanges about like, well, my lawyer said this well, my lawyer said that it was like that bad. Yeah, we're all looking like, huh? That happened? Yeah. <laughs> and because yeah. I was like, well, that's defamation. Like, you could be affecting my livelihood and stuff like that. Which, by the way, like, at the time I had another job. <laughs> so I wasn't, it what really wasn't. But I was about to stick my neck out and, like, die on a hill for that company that never gave three fucks about me. After that heated, like, exchange, it was just, I felt like that was, why did I just do that to my friend? That's how I felt. And it was just a really sad, depressing-ass time in my life, too. Because we had one FaceTime conversation, I remember. Yeah. And then after that, we didn't speak for how long? Like... It was a while. I do remember the next time I spoke to you was when I found out that you had left the company. And I was like, whoa, she was really diehard about this company. I'm kind of concerned. I'm going to reach out and see what happens. Yeah, facts. When I saw it too, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. So I reached, that's why I reached out because I saw you left and I was like, confused yeah that was that was in the summer wasn't it this past summer yeah i remember because i was in my new house at that point that's when i saw it and what i did was i mean i went again that's something that i did on youtube and i explained it but when we all got out it was kind of like well we went through things together before this was even part of our lives yeah and I thought, okay, well, I felt like I just fucked up my friendships with these two unbelievably amazing women for shampoo. I do remember that Halal and I did text a little bit, like, because uh, she watched my life. So, like, we texted back and forth afterwards, and um, we were just kind of like... I, we just kind of hoped that you would eventually realize it and get yourself out and things like that. Like, we would never shit talk you or anything. Hey, like, even if you did, like I said, I was an asshole. I was the epitome of asshole. So even if you did, I would have been like, go guys, you, you talk. Go ahead. But still, like, we're no, not like it that. Wasn't like, it wasn't, we never like shit talk. It was more like, well, I think it started because... You know when Danny got out, and then I, you know, I, I texted her if she if she did because I didn't know if she got out whatever. And then Danny ended up telling me, and then you know she told me why, and I told her my reasons and things like that. And that's when the the conversation kind of built on of like you know, hopefully like you know Kate eventually kind of you know also leaves whatever. Um, but she'll figure it out. Like we we were like she's smart, like she's not dumb, like she knows what she wants. So she's a strong person, so she's gonna figure it out. But we don't even to really like shit talk you. I did know that there was no way either of us would have been able to talk to you and convince you otherwise. 
it was something mm-hmm. you had to figure out on your own. Oh, 100%. And boy, did I figure it out on my own. Thanks to Chicken Fingers, but... <laughs> I still love that video. A lot of a lot of people don't. A lot of people called me an idiot for doing that. Like uh, this one girl commented on my on one of my videos. I don't even know if the comments there anymore. But she said, "Like, what idiot would do that at that time in the morning? Why would you go on a trip to L.A. if you didn't have the money to go on?" And I'm like, "Girl, I had money, but we ran out because it's L.A." (laughs) Anyway. And at the same time, like, I've known you for how many years now, I know that doing things for other people is one of your love languages. Literally, that's what you do. Acts of service. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it's called. I just forgot the name of it. Yeah, and like. But that's what you do for people. I remember literally one day you knew, you knew that, like, when we were living together, you knew I was having a rough day. So while I was in the shower, you made me mac and cheese. And I appreciated the shit out of that. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about... I remember that now, but I don't even remember it until you just mentioned it. I remember things like that. Like, when someone does something for me... Because usually I'm the person doing things for other people. So when someone does something for me, I remember it and I appreciate the fuck out of it. So I loved that you did that for me. Yeah. To this day, I still remember it. So the fact, like, someone who, quote-unquote... These people say best friends, you guys, you know, are going to bring, you guys are going to build actual friendships. And for someone to accuse you for doing something that you didn't do, because that's not you, just shows how much they don't know anything about you. Exactly. And I'm so mad at that person. And I still want to go off at that person, even though we don't know each other. I mean, I'm blocked, so. (laughs) But again, it's like, it took me going across the country and dealing with that. And I'm going to tell you what, even after that, I still was loyal to the company and I still wanted to stay, which I didn't, I wasn't ready to leave yet. I wasn't ready to go under that like social scrutiny or whatever it was, which maybe there was none, but that's how I felt there would be. That's what the company does to you though. Once you're in it, they make you feel like you are nothing without that company. And that is the shitty part. Exactly. Like, I didn't feel comfortable going on apps of, like, cold messaging people. Like, again. I mean, did you guys? Not at all. No. No, I always felt, like, bad. Like, I always felt like I was using them when, in reality, like, I actually wanted to, you know, make a friendship. You know, I don't want (laughs) to... just use them yeah yeah and that's the thing you said use and that is so accurate like i owe a lot of people a lot of apologies you two being the first two but this like this is this episode isn't made for me to be like i'm sorry no it's okay kate like (laughs) no it's i was a fucking asshole (laughs) and i mean hey you're out of it now and you realize everything that happened I think that you're really strong for me being able to recognize it even if it was a little late I do appreciate that you recognized it and like come back and be like yo dude I'm sorry like I don't know what the fuck came over me at that point 
you know? Yeah, I was so sucked into the dream of it all and having a Cadillac and all that stuff, which, by the way, when the car is in your name, it's not, you know, they give you a car payment of 500 bucks every month, but... That's even more than what my car payment is now. Yeah, it's a Cadillac. But... Um, I just wanted to say something funny mm-hmm. real quick. Um, so I actually told my dad that I was, you know, doing this podcast with you guys tonight and, you know, we started talking about, you know, everything and my dad really liked you, you know that. Um, and then he just goes, you know, I, I, I just thought she was smarter than that. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, you know, my dad really, really liked you. Um, like Up just, until I started with the loves, shampoo. He loves both of you guys. He really does. Um, but he just said, I thought she was smarter than that. And I was like, she is. That's why she left. And he was like, well, good. But that was... Yeah. When I say that, he doesn't ever say things like that. Hey, what did your... Well, what did your parents think when you first told them? That's a really good question. My parents are literally in alignment with your dad, Danny. They were like, what is she doing? Because they knew about influencer culture and all the stuff that we are fed these days. And they were like, oh my gosh, we have an influencer in the house. But then not in like a positive way. Yeah. And they wanted to support me. They they did. So, like, I was like, guys, be a VIP, be a VIP. If you don't know what that is, a VIP customer means, like, there's a certain amount of shipments you get and stuff like that. It's called a flex ship, but that's, I'm not going to get into the details of that. I was begging them for so long to just be my, like, customers in the business, basically. And they wouldn't. And I would not understand for the life of me why they wouldn't. And then I really took time and understood oh that's why because they knew that it wasn't giving my my dad is a math guy he's a science guy he's an engineer like he's so smart especially with math and he would look at things like the 1099 form and be like kate what are you doing (laughs) and that's where he knew i wasn't making shit sometimes even as an adult, even if you're, like, in your 20s, listening to your parents is one of the best things you can do. Exactly. Uh, it took me so long to learn that, but now I listen to my parents. Like, they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, my parents will say the same thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not always correct. <laughs> but, but you're right. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are, and, you know, you, they're your parents. You're going to have to listen even when you're 40 years old your parents know you better than you know yourself exactly. honestly they really do and my my parents were like well i guess we hope this is but the one thing that they said when you like guys put so much work into this whole thing they would see the work i put in and they would see that i was not making the money that my work was amount of work that I was getting Mm. and a counter argument to that would be oh you weren't going about it the right way Kate you weren't doing xyz and it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day like no matter how much work you put in sometimes it doesn't work out like that 
No. I will say, um, my my boyfriend's mom does do like uh, MLM type things. Like right now, she does. Yeah, I know what you're. Drugs. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> like she does like essential oils and stuff right now. She's very successful at it. Like some people are very successful at it. Um, like yeah. pretty much every year for my birthday, his mom will get me like anything regarding like essential oils and stuff of her specific company. I'm not gonna name it right now, so obviously. You know what? I actually because um, I do have their products too because yeah. I've I've had people. I'm just not gonna say who, but I had people in my life, and I still do that. Um, do the same thing, but yeah, some people can be very successful in these types of companies, but you have to have like a specific type of personality that like us three just don't have don't care to have whatever it might be yeah you know? aside from and you per- have to be lucky right aside from personality it's really whether or not you hit the jackpot with who you're talking to and exactly yeah and, like you have to be on your phone like all day 24 7 i got so tired that. of that yeah me too Will my eyes be hurting <laughs> My eyes were hurting, but I was also overwhelmed. Like, even me, even me, the girl who's like, oh my gosh, on Instagram, this, this, that, and the other thing, I'm still like, um, okay, put my phone away. Like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah. Like, Justin would actually get so annoyed with me because I would be on my phone constantly. He just wouldn't spend time with me. Uh, but he is smart for that. I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know? He's the one who actually helped me get out of the whole thing. I was lucky to have a boyfriend who definitely supported me getting into it and then saw through everything and was like, nah, get the fuck out. And then it took me a bit to listen to him, but eventually I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm a go. I'm a go. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we all, like, like I said, it's so... It's heartwarming to me to see that not only did we come together for this, but I think this is a great continuation of what our friendship was in college and is still is. Yeah. Like, it was nasty the whole time we were in this. And we get a counter argument again. Oh, well, you guys made it that way. The business didn't make it that way. Uh, Yeah. Next but, argument, please. Next excuse, please. Move it on. Like, no. It completely flips the person. It really does yeah. if you let it, I guess. But also, it does change people. And it. I thought it was for the better at the time. I was like, okay, well, the people that aren't meant to be in my life won't be in my life. And then that's it. And then goodbye. But that's it's like... Not, like... I thought at first, too, like... I thought I was changing for that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, after like being the situation that I was in in the beginning and then when I joined, like, you know, it helped me feel better. It helps me kind of gain more confidence and all that stuff, which was great. But then like over time, once I kind of gained what I've lost in myself, everything just kind of became very toxic positivity and you know i I also became kind of like 
yeah, I'm going to drop all you guys because, you know, F you. Um, I don't need you guys. I have this. I have my own people now, a.k.a. Monet. It became like a, a toxic environment, and it was just like, yeah, no. I'm just so glad you guys came on here, and I'm not the only one. And But aside from that, like, this is something that's going to last forever, the, the three of us. Because yeah, for sure. I know that we came out of this on the other side and we had ugly times with this and not everybody has that experience. I do want to say some people, like we have always said throughout this thing, do really well and they get very successful. But (laughs) yeah, we're not those people, obviously. Um, I just was, I... It, it was a big sense of shame for me. I want to still do this because I believe in this dream that has been sold to me, literally. I don't want friends like that. Like, I have, I know what authentic friendship looks like. And I know what it doesn't look like. So I guess any lesson I learned would be, uh, well, I know what it looks like and what it doesn't look like. Yeah. And a friend, a true friend will always will root for you and will always want to see you successful in any job you decide to do in your life whether it's the mll the whatever it's called (laughs) or (laughs) or or if it's you quitting and pursuing something else you know i just look back at that time in my life and i wonder what the hell Everyone has the opportunity to be successful. It's just the fact that you have to find the thing that you're supposed to be successful in. Yeah, well, yeah. you need exactly. to find what you're called to do. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, right? There was I mean, so, there were so many, like, like, girls in that group chat that just kind of, they, they all said the same thing. You know what I mean? Everyone wanted to be the same person. They were like copies. Right. Uh I don't think they understood themselves of what they actually want to do, what they actually love doing. Instead, they would always kind of talk about like, yeah, you don't need to go to school, which is fine. Like, you don't have to go to school, but Frida constantly put that on people's minds like yo you don't have you don't have to go to school you just drop out um this person has a full-time uh job and goes to classes like part-time or full-time and also has time for this like no what are you doing i mean some do but i can guarantee you the majority of those people and i know this for a fact have left might i just add on the topic of both listening to your parents and, like, finding the thing that you're successful in, my parents have been telling me since I was a kid that I should have gone to school to be a teacher. And, like, you know, when I was 18, I was like, I want to move away from home. I want to do my own thing. So I went to school an hour away from home and went for uh, originally film and swapped to television. And then literally, I moved back home, and I'm I'm like, you know what? I think I want to be a teacher. And now I'm in grad school, going to be a teacher. If I listened to my parents in the first place, I'd be a teacher. Yes, bitch. 
Like, what the heck? And Haral is killing it in Manhattan. Yeah. She just got a new job. Yeah, I'll be out here. <laughs> I'll be out here in 40 seconds. Catch me outside. How about that? I mean, hell, we're all doing different things. We're all busy. But, like, we still make time. Like, I won't lie, before doing this live, like, I, I forgot that we were doing it today, to be completely honest, and I was um, just hanging out with my parents and Justin, just kind of talking, and then I remembered, and I was like, I committed to this, so I'm going to do it. Like, if right. I commit to something, I'm going to do it, regardless. Yeah, you know? I'm so happy you guys came on here. We just, this was like a reunion. We we were like reminiscing before we got on this uh, show oh, yeah. about just, you know, the crazy stuff we did in school. And I can also tell you that when we go to like a, the whole thing about authentic friendships, you're going to hear that all the time, is a lot of the people, and I can't be specific, but... There are certain friendships in the business that uh, on the team that we were on that lasted a long time where a lot of people were super duper close to the point where, you know, they were bridesmaids in each other's weddings, some of them. And now because of the business, they're not friends anymore because one one person or two people or three decided to leave. I'm just telling you that because... You know, that's a lot. I would honestly love it if, like, whoever watches this, if they, if you get end up getting, like, a lot of comments of questions and stuff, I would love to come back and answer some questions if you get any. Oh, well, I'll forward them over. Like, I would help answer questions. And also, like, any, any, let, let's see if we, let's see who calls me an idiot or something. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll call him an idiot back. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like holding, seriously. Holding Governor Phil Murphy. Not like, <laughs> Y'all don't understand that, like, when people come to you to join this business, it a lot of them are really persuasive, and it's hard to say no. Exactly. Yes, 100% agree with you. But then some people, like, recently have been asking me to join... Um, and I mean very forwardly. Like, hey, have you ever heard of Mon 8? Did you ever consider doing blank? And in my head, I'm think I'm replaying the whole story of my life that had to do with this. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I've been like an MP for the eight months. <laughs> it's okay, girl. Ain't nobody care anymore. <laughs> We never got close, but it it's, you know, I, I didn't get close to what I wanted to either. But thank you guys so much for joining me on this journey. Of course. This will definitely not be the last time you're on the show. I would definitely love to come back for anything you need, honestly. Yeah. Just give me a few beers and I'll talk about whatever. There you <laughs> go. Give me a few beers. Oh. I am over 21, by the way, for legal Every Everybody on this yeah. podcast is over 21. Yeah, I'm 23. There you go. 25. 25. I'm old. Oh no. I'll be 24 in like two months. I think. Yes. I think I'm the youngest one. Wait a minute. Okay, so we need to have a whole birthday bash planned because you're next in the. You're next on the calendar. 
I will face in June, so I'll definitely see. Um, I have no idea what I have planned, but if we're back in a house by then, maybe if you guys are free, we, I can try to invite you guys over. If not, like, baby. my parents definitely wouldn't mind by people over here, but, you, you know. got tables? How many tables you got? Ta- tables? Tables? <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're we're just going in reminiscent. Look at y'all, the show's over. We're just we're just bullshitting right now. <laughs> Once you stop recording, we'll go into everything else. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you. Of course. Love and Anytime. appreciate it. All Anytime. right. Bye bye.